and welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast brought to you by New York Sports Nation. I'm here with Brian and Ryan. My name's Jose, and we're here to talk about the New York Yankees. What, nine straight wins, some pretty dominant wins, and uh, it's been awesome. How do you guys, how are you guys today? How are you guys feeling? Uh, doing pretty well. The uh, the Yankees haven't lost a game since before we last recorded, so can't complain. <laughs> right? Yeah, <clears throat> doing well out here. It's uh, it's it's good that the Yankees are are uh, keep keeping us uh, rolling and excited and happy. I'm even looking for more forward to next week when I get to see them out here in Anaheim against the Angels. And should be uh, should be a lot of fun, hopefully still. But it's great to see them with such a commanding lead as the as the front front wild card. So, yeah, that's yeah. I wasn't ready for that this week. I was thinking we're going to be battling for like the second spot, and then we're we're the first wild card spot. But that's that's always fun. We're going to get into all those games and all those kind of great games for the Yankees in Tuesday's episode, which will be coming out tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. But first we're going to be talking about all the updates throughout the week. So Ryan, you want to update us? Yeah. um, So there are a bunch of Yankees who returned over the past week. Um, Anthony Rizzo back from COVID. Garrett Cole is also back. Um, Started two games, won both of them. So, you know, we had trouble winning those starts uh, earlier in the year. And now they're winning those games. Uh, Jordan Montgomery is also back uh, from COVID. Gary Sanchez as well. Um, Aroldis Chapman uh, came back in the minimum 10 days after having um, elbow soreness, I believe. Um, And I, I, this is also just, uh, this is just a, had me having all fun but the Yankees are back too so (laughs) Yankees are the Yankees are uh back for the first time since what it feels like um like 2019 I think like like I haven't felt I haven't had this fun this much fun watching the Yankees since that year uh I think um and then there's some other updates on other guys who aren't back yet like um Corey Kluber he's just still throwing rehab games. I think he's taking it pretty slow. Um, he has given up runs in like two games that he's pitched, I believe, um, which like, you know, don't really care about the results in that. Just do what you Hitting need them back. to do, you know? Yeah. So um, likely would take him a couple of games to get back into the, the groove he was earlier in the season as well. Cause as we remember, he, he had pretty bad start. Um, Luis Severino, uh, he had a setback, um, so his rehab was on hold. Um, I believe this was happening la- at this time. La- this happened at the, at the time we were recording last week, um, where they weren't sure what was happening with him. Where he uh, he was about to go on a rehab start, and he said his shoulder didn't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so he got tests and. They said no structural damage. Um, he is going to go visit a doctor when the Yankees go out west this week. Um, 
but I think they're hoping that they can shut him down that not that he can just take a week off of throwing and then he can resume uh, the rehab assignment. Um, and lastly, Gio Urshela, um, he started a rehab assignment with the uh, Somerset yesterday. Uh, so he is on the way back. Um, and hope, uh, Glaber Torres is, he's probably a little farther away. Um, uh, he has been taking dry swings and fielding. Um, but that, that's like the very beginning of, uh, his, his journey back. And then, uh, lastly, Clay Holmes, uh, I think he's back with the team now, but hasn't been activated yet from the COVID-19 IL. Um, but it'd be nice to have him back. Um, that, that's it as far as injury up, injury updates. So, Well, it's good to have everybody back and it's good to have the Yankees back. And so, yeah. uh, you know, it's, <clears throat> we, we, uh, I gotta say, uh, just watching uh, Andrew Velasquez play uh, shortstop, I'm okay with um, Glaber taking as much time as he needs right now. I'd love to have his bat in, and I'd love to have him ready to go for postseason and stuff. But uh, to to see the kind of defense we're playing in in the in the infield now, as well as the outfield, is, is just fun to watch. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, it was good to see everybody come back and, and contribute. I think Sanchez even, I, you know, if you look at Sanchez's swing, and I know, Ryan, you have been a guy that's really focused on Sanchez this year, and, and now you think you're going to – he's hardly lifting his foot anymore as part of his yeah. timing for his stroke. And, uh, and he's – you know, it was good to see. I was worried about him coming back from COVID, the COVID list and, and having to restart all that. But he was right back in mode and right back in – and uh, and make getting some good swings and even some of his outs were really hard hit outs. Yeah, uh, it feels like that always happens to Gary. Where he, yeah. he uh, I think the first game back he lined out to the third baseman against the Red Sox. I was like, I'm like well, that's just yep. that's just that's what happens to Gary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Velasquez is making it um, easy to tell Torres to hey. Take all the time you need. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, you have to ride the ride that hot streak as far as it goes. Uh, who knows how long it's going to last? But even if he's not hitting, the fact that he's bringing good defense like that is um, that that's all you can ask out of a, sort of a replacement player like that. Mm -hmm. so. I think the key for him this week is going to be seeing how he reacts on the field after being in a hotel bed. Because yeah. he, he, you know, he's staying at home, staying at home for this last home series and just doing everything. We're like, you know, anyway, we can fly him down every night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a funny story. Staying staying in his mom's his mom's place while yeah. he's playing for the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> grew up hey, in the Bronx and Yankee fan and everything. Yeah, yeah. He just been again. He's been a good story. And like, mm -hmm. yeah, the, it feels, I think what makes this stretch feel so good as a Yankee fan is that you feel like, oh, we're not even like a hundred percent yet. Like we're not at full strength and that kind of like mm -hmm. feels good. And especially like the players that are back, like Chapman comes back and he doesn't pitch well. He's not in his groove yet, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But imagine if he was like 
the possibilities of this team, at least in the regular season, are kind of back to where it was when we were talking about spring training mm. and how good this team could be. And it it took a while and it took some additions, but I feel like we're closer now. And we've changed our brand of baseball. I think yeah. I said something about that last week. We've, you know, we're no longer relying on the the uh, the strikeout or the home run as the only options we've gotten. And, and uh, we'll get to some of the stats on that later uh, that Ryan brought up, but or or will bring up. But yeah, I think it's <clears throat> it's just good to see them playing a good brand of baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I get into uh, that statistic that I have written down. Um, I did want to update the uh, prospect rankings because um, MLB.com updated their uh, their rankings, which were pretty much out of date by like two years, basically. <laughs> so um, the Yankees top 10 prospects are, um, it, it looks a lot different now. Um, so at number one in the Yankees system is not Jason Dominguez. It's Anthony Volpe, who has had an unreal year. And I, I, everyone who talk, everyone who talks about the Yankees minor league system and has watched the minor league system, uh, Volpe deserves to be the number one ranked prospect. Um, mm. Dominguez still in low A, uh, still progressing through there. Um, hopefully he can move up uh, next season probably um, at the start. Um, but. The Yankees have three top 100 prospects now. Um, it's Anthony Volpe at 15th, uh, Jason Dominguez at 17th, uh, and then Oswald Peraza at 64. And then the remaining seven after that, it's Luis Heel, uh, who we have seen. Yep. Schmidt, uh, number five. Number six is Austin Wells. Trey Sweeney at seven, the recent draft pick. That's nice to see him get off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luis Medina at eight, uh, Ken Waldachuk at nine, and Yo Andres Gomez at ten. So, um, I, t- I talked about during the trade deadline that oh, uh, people fell into the trap of like oh, the Yankees did not trade like a top ten prospect in the in the Gallo deal. No, I was like no that that li- that list is just outdated that we were going yeah. off of. Um, Baseball America is a list that like not everyone has that access to. It's behind a paywall. So it was under it was understandable that people said that. But now we have an actual up-to-date list that is not behind a paywall. So um yeah. show, it shows you that the Yankees farm system is still in a pretty good place too. So that's yeah. nice to see. And if you notice, we have like we have two top 100 shortstop prospects as well. Right? Yeah. So I think what's neat about this is Volpe was a draft pick just like two or three years ago. Right. Um, and isn't he a Jersey guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah. So there you go. There's another Jersey guy. And and yeah. who are two Jersey guys that we already know? Yeah. Rizzo, Rizzo is one. And, right. He's a Yankee now, but the other one's not a Yankee. Um, Trout. <laughs> Trout. No, no. Oh yeah. Trout. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's a guy that's that's on the waning years that's of his trout. career. Yeah, trout. trout. So, 
So I don't know what what is what what is it with New Jersey New Jersey guys and and can they be success and they can be successful in baseball? That's pretty good. You know, I think it's like football is like you know Florida and yeah. Texas, right? But yeah, anyway, I just thought <clears throat> one of those other meaningless statistics that I'll throw out there that every once in a while I know something that you know. Jersey has some good football players. They just uh, don't go to play at Rutgers. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh... this I'm speaking as a, a UConn fan yeah. who, who, who likes to take shots at Rutgers. So, <laughs> uh, and you have your contribution to the Giants, Matt Pert. Pert. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're qualified. Okay. <laughs> Uh, All right, but yeah, I think that's. It's, I think it's really cool that we didn't we didn't mortgage the farm when we uh, you know went through the the uh, trading deadline, um, and uh, it's good to see some of these guys and, and start watching them come up. And of course, you know, uh, back from way early in the season when we started doing this podcast, I was an Austin Wells fan, so mm-hmm. I'm going to keep watching him. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to so. find out who the Yankees traded. I need to remember their names so I can look where they rank in the Rangers prospects. Then that would give more of a idea of how Josh, really Josh Smith is one. And then uh, I forget who else was in that deal, but right, there were that. like, there were two, two solid prospects that were yeah. um, dealt. Um, it's funny. Um, my YouTube recommended the other day, it came up, uh, Josh Smith has a YouTube channel that he he does with his wife. It's like oh, life in the minor leagues, and he uh, has like he has a trade like like a vlog. It's like oh, I was traded in the goat Joey Gallo trade, and we're we're going down to they, wherever yeah. the yeah. So it was, it was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I think we're uh, we. Uh, Jose, you yeah, can just, you can interject with that whenever whenever you find it, but um, I, will, I, I do wanna I do no, wanna yeah, I do wanna go on to uh, this this stat I have. Um, so before the Yankees, I, I mean before the All Star break, the Yankees had the least amount of stolen bases in the league, and now since the All Star break, Yankees have the most stolen bases in the league. <laughs> And it's not even just like, oh, they injected speed into the lineup. It's like guys like Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo are just, they're just timing the pitchers and they're taking advantage of them. Um, Aaron Judge has stolen like four or five bases in the last week. Right. um, You didn't see him doing earlier in the year. Um, Anthony Rizzo is not a fast guy at all, really. Um, And he stole a base on Saturday. Yep. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I like to see, I like to see that they, not only are they more aggressive on the base pass, but they're not running into outs. Like they were at a historic level early in the year. They're not, um, they're not running to third on a ground ball to shortstop. Uh, they're, they're not going second to third on the, on that, on that type of ground ball right. early, earlier in the year. Um, yeah, they're just not running into outs, which which helps uh, you, you, which means you're taking the bat out of someone's head, someone's hand. So, 
Yeah, two key things that happened. Their their defense has also improved, so they're not giving away outs like they used to. They like they used to, you know, giving other teams four outs. And then the other part of it on the offensive side is they're not giving every team the need to just get two outs every inning. And, and so that's, uh, that's, it, it's, and they're putting pressure, they're putting pressure on every defense. Wow. And anytime you get a guy from, you know, over to second, you know, now, now you've, you know, you, you also may force a different shift, but there's the other thing too, that they're doing, they're hitting, they're not, they're not worrying about the shift. Like, you know, we said, you know, Gallo's been bunting against the shift and you got guys now like Wade, who's hitting into the hole and shortstop. And that's, you know, and, and uh, they're, 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 they're putting the ball in play not worrying about trying to just go against the shift all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to explain their stealing. Cause even before Gleyber Torres got hurt, like he was out here stealing. Like it's not like they injected the team with an extreme speedster. Like Velasquez is fast and Wade has always been on the team, but like it was the people who were already on the team now making the effort to, make more winning plays and play smarter and play this different brand yeah. of baseball. And I think I don't know where that change came from, but I have, I have very much enjoyed it. I wonder if I mean, kind of laid into them or something, but. I think it's just a, more of a sense of urgency. I think. Yeah. And, you know, last thing on the, on the base running is like when they do run into outs now, it's not ones that are like egregious. It's like, it's they're all they're almost always like aggressive plays that you don't really hate, you know. Right. It's like oh, yeah. they the guy was gunned out at home on a, on a single, you know, yeah. with two outs or something like that, you know, who like with probably a weak hitter coming up next, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't really complain too much about that. Um, yeah, and like so, I just pulled up the top Steelers on the Yankees roster in the last 30 days. Tyler Wade has seven. Gleyber Torres has five. Judge has four. And then Allen and Rizzo and Velasquez are tied with two. Mm-hmm. So Velasquez, and, the old man, and the old man Gardy had one. And that was actually his second of the season. Now yeah. I think the first half of the season, he just wasn't getting on base. But now yeah. he's he's getting pitch counts up and drawing walks and putting you know again getting on base for Judge and and uh, and the guys that follow behind him. So that's good. Yeah, and this this is an aspect that hasn't changed this whole year. Uh, the Yankees have always been patient throughout the whole yeah. season. Even like like it, that was a frustrating part earlier in the year where it was like, oh, they're they're just gonna stare at first pitch strikes down the middle. But you know, yeah. Uh, this, the approach is working now. Um, they're, they are hitting mistakes like they weren't earlier in the year. They're scoring a bunch of runs now. Um, yeah, and, and what that leads to is you walk a ton, and then you, you, you have more capable hitters in the lineup now. Yep. So that it's like, oh, you have two, three people on base, and one hit gets, gets two or three runs in. Um, and, you know, it also drives pitchers, pitch counts up. And, you know, that's, yeah. been, a, that's been a big part of uh, the, Yankees, the Yankees being able to win recently. You know, Ryan, yeah. we made uh, – I'm sorry, Jose. We made a, uh, a joke the other day about when they finally put together the, uh, the football lineup. Yeah. And 
and they had Voight leading off. And then uh, what was it? It was Voight, Judge, Stan, uh, Gallo, Stanton, uh, or, or something in that order and, and, and stuff. But then it turned out that the whole bottom of the, the whole bottom half of the order won that game. Yeah. And it was all the speedy guys, the little guys. It was, so. um, yeah. I think it was like, it was Voight, Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton yeah. was the first yeah. five. Yeah. So I think it was, Higashioka had a big game that, that night. Yeah. But and and I, so think, the, I think Voight had a, had a good game too. I think yeah. he had like yeah. a double or something like that, but. Higgy had a big night that night. Um, yeah, and Velasquez, and I think Wade had a couple. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty wild to watch. So, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it's a different. Like I said, they're they're playing all around baseball now, and not just going station to station. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think so, something for me that has kind of stood out is like it feels like they're playing with a fire now, or like emotion that you hadn't seen like throughout the whole year. Like when there's a tough situation, like. Loizaga in, I think the first game that we had against the Red Sox, like when he gets yeah. the strikeout, he's excited. Mm-hmm. Like Judge looks angry, running around the bases, like he's trying to go from first to third or from first to home. And Stanton, it he always kind of has like a mean mug look when he gets to the batter's box, but it feels more intense now. So like watching the games, you feel like the team cares a little bit more i think i think we've all noticed that stanton is actually playing better ball because he's also out in the field that too yeah 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 they they kind of have a nice rotation going on now with the uh, Mm -hmm. like everyone's getting an off day once in a while or just a day off in the field you know they're they'll dh rizzo or they'll dh gallo or judge and or, and then they'll put Stan out there, and you don't lose Stan's bat by putting someone else in the DH spot now, which is nice. right. Um, yeah, there are there there is a a National League two get two National League game, National League games coming up, so it'll be interesting to see what they do um, with the lineup in these two right. games. But um, my next point I have is that like just it's real now that like the Yankees are in, they're firmly in a playoff spot right now um you know they, i think they were like two and a half games back of the second wild card when we were recording last week mm-hmm. and now they're two and a half games up on both oakland and boston i remember talking last week it was like oh maybe we can pass one of those teams right uh, and i was like yeah let's pass boston this week we play them we well we passed both with uh, yeah. some with some help from the chicago white Sox. so <laughs> yeah that was a big help. Um, this week, I mean, I, I have a bullet point that just shows how much the situation has changed so far. Um, we're so far ahead of teams like the the Blue Jays and the Mariners, where, like, the Mariners were playing the Astros this weekend, and I was rooting for the Mariners because, like, I'm not afraid of falling behind them anymore. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was right. rooting – I was rooting for the Mariners to win against the Astros in case we win the division so we can get home field. (laughs) I think the Yankees have like what they might have the second best record in the American league right now. Um, They're like a half third. Yeah. yeah, Probably right behind Houston, but they have a better record than Chicago, Chicago White Sox right now. Yeah. 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 
all of a sudden we're 20 games over 500 when it felt and like that we went were... fast and that did go fast yeah uh, you know i mean consider what are we what are we at the all-star break was or at at, at uh 4th of july we were 40 41 and 41 or four, uh, 42 and 41 and um 4th of july we had a double header after the first game of the double header we were 41 and 41 yeah so now we we beat the mets in that second game yeah hey, man what's happened to the mets uh, <laughs> after all i heard from mets fans being in first place the whole year yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll save that for that mets podcast that's going on yeah. now at new york city sports station so um <laughs> but but it is it is it is fun to watch what they're doing and you know of course they've we'll we'll talk about it in tomorrow's podcast but uh you know, they got an upcoming series in Oakland uh, and, and an upcoming series, you know, a West Coast, their last West Coast swing. And, um, and uh, you know, I think, I think they're, you know, they're, they're putting some distance between some of the teams they're going to start facing. They still have, uh, I think, six or seven games against the Blue Jays coming up uh, through the end of the season. Of course, they finished the season with three against the Rays at Yankee Stadium, which is yeah. uh, starting to loom, loom out there as a fairly big series. Yeah. Um, but, uh, when we still got some ground, to, uh, to make up, but here we are, you know, uh, mid August and we're talking about potentially going after a division crown where it was not even in, it was, it was, a not even in our conversation after May. So, yeah. And, you know, being far back most of the season, there was all of this, like, this talk about like, Oh, the Yankees have to play in like a hundred win pace for like two months to get back on track. I mean, well, they are <laughs> now, now they, now they, they just did that and they got themselves in a position where like they are, they're ahead of teams now and yep. they have to do something like outlandish to make the playoffs now. Yes. They're already in a spot. Um, just looking ahead at the schedule. Um, I know we will look ahead more. We'll look ahead at this week of games uh in the in the tuesday edition but you know there, there's the upcoming series against oakland is huge obviously if they do if they they can win that they can really put some distance between uh yep. their wild card teams boston looks like they're their the tires are coming off <laughs> for yeah. boston um you hate to see that by the way <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but yeah after that after that it's like teams and teams the Yankees play in September you feel like you are better than every team you play in September except for the Tampa Bay series at the end which yeah yeah. so I mean you get past the if you have a good week this week that's that's huge because it sets you up for a a September where you expect to be a bunch of teams uh, yeah you know so well let's not take our foot off the gas let's enjoy it yeah. 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 Exactly. I think that's I think that's the thing that we really need to hope for is that the Yankees keep pushing because right now they're what I think I saw that they were like seventeen and like four in the month of August. Like that seventeen needs to... and four since since I went to the game. And the cat. Oh, the cat game, right? And the Orioles have not won a game since. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so maybe the cat was a good omen, if because it sent us on this. Had, and if we had to be baseball, about that. Yeah, yeah, had to be baseball, not football. 
So yeah. Yeah. Football cats are bad. Baseball cats are good. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like it's man, this this Yankee team has been a roller coaster of a ride of a team because I don't like we were talking about selling at the deadline a couple weeks back and yeah. Now and it we're was talking not, about yeah. a divisional title. And like, it was not a crazy thing to like no. want to sell either. It was not, like it was a defendable position, but you know, they, they we talked about like, oh, you, just one guy, if you buy one, just one guy isn't going to, you know, turn your season around. Um, I think even if they didn't get Rizzo, they might have gone on a similar run, but I don't think they would have been this good. Um, the the yeah. team is just, like, I feel like if anyone is worried about them just turning back into that pre-deadline uh, even just pre All Star break Yankees, that I mean, pre July Fourth Yankees. If yeah. you're afraid about them turning back into that team, they are just a different team now because of you know just yep. improvements there, the improvements they made through the jet the deadline and how different people are playing now. Um, guys yeah. like even even Judge stealing bags now. Um, yeah, you don't you don't have defensive liabilities. Yeah, well. Oh, my! Here, I'm bringing this back. You don't have your third baseman playing at left field, and your your third base, <laughs> your starting third baseman playing shortstop as your best right. defensive lineup. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. Yes, that is an improvement. I would say. Yeah. So. Huh. <laughs> uh. All right. Yeah, okay. which which means they've also cleared off some of the room on the forty man roster to add some of these guys in, and that's been good too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Refresh. Like Luis Hill and Vasquez have come out of nowhere to be really good players on this team to kind of help us go along. I didn't realize this Velasquez. The Yankees were his fourth team. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't I realize. Know, I know he played in Tampa. Yeah, but that's. But it. Apparently, he's. Apparently, he's. Uh, I will have to look it up. But I'm, I thought I heard yesterday or the day before that this is his, the Yankees are his fourth team. Uh, but obviously, it's good to be home. So. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. Before we get to uh, Brian's history lesson, a quick thing on the Yankees trade, Josh Smith. Not on the top 30 Rangers uh, prospects. Ezekiel Duran is seven. Uh, Trevor Hoffer, I believe. Halver, yep. can't say names. He's 13, and Glenn Otto is 24. Mm-hmm. So we kind of yeah. get called up to double double A this week. Though. So oh, good. Uh, so that's an congrats to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's we got we traded them three guys on their top thirty, which well, we I helped them say, replenish. Yeah, and I would yeah. say that's fair. We got Gallo, yeah. and Gallo's growing into a Yankee player. But yeah, ready, Brian? Gallo's Gallo's ready for a tear. Maybe he should have been one of the hopefuls. Was he? Uh, we'll talk about that later. So. 
ready. He's getting ready for getting ready for a tear. So yeah. All right. <clears throat> gather around. Gather around your iPads. Gather around your phones. Here we go. Here's the history lesson of the week. All right. Back in 1942, obviously World War II was uh, in full swing, and there was a lot of things going on, and there was always uh, things for fundraisers. But can you imagine 70,000 people at, at a Yankee game? I mean, the old Yankee Stadium, that's that's what they seated, right? And now the current Yankee Stadium seats, what, 47,000? And, and uh, but everybody shifted to suites and all these other things, which weren't uh, weren't available back then. But 70,000 people came out to watch a doubleheader between the Washington Senators and the Yankees. And in between both games of the doubleheader, there was a fundraiser, a pass the hat that went around. Um, and 47 year old Babe Ruth stepped into the batter's box against 56 year old Walter Johnson. Now, both of those guys are Hall of Famers. And Walter Johnson was a senator. And of course, Babe Ruth was a Yankee. Right. Well, the whole idea was to throw 15 pitches, have Walter Johnson throw 15 pitches to Babe and see how many he could hit out. He, in the fifth pitch, he smacked one out. And then in the 15th pitch, he actually hit one that went foul, but they treated it like he had hit it. It was an upper deck job. And so that was the one that kind of sent the whole fan, you know, fans into a frenzy and stuff. And of course, He's wearing his uniform as a 47-year-old. Last time he wears the Yankee uniform, rounds the bases and truly tips. You know, you see that picture of him tipping his cap. You can point and there's that little video that comes rolls around of him tipping his cap as he's rounding the bases and stuff. But a good cause, 70,000 people in the middle of World War II, and that raised $80,000 for the Army-Navy Relief Fund, which was huge money back then. So it was a, it was a great thing. All right, on to, on to other more, more recent stuff, okay. 2003, uh, the Gator, uh, Louisiana Lightning, had his number retired on this date. Uh, not only his number, but the plaque in, uh, the plaque in Monument Park. And, uh, of course, he is the only one of the few Yankees that can do the same thing as Eli Manning did, where it's once a Yankee, always a Yankee, and only a Yankee. The Yankees were his only team. And so, uh, and with a 170 and a, uh, with 170 wins and 90 losses, that's a pretty darn good uh, one loss record for that time frame. So, uh, and then the last thing, and my favorite manager ever for the Yankees, Joe Torre, um, he moved into second place uh, with his 1,150th win as Yankees manager. And 2007, this was his last year. And if you've ever read Joe Torre's book, he talks about how the ending came fairly unglamorously uh, with Brian Cashman and uh, kind of like an elevator ride discussion. Um, and, uh, and it was, uh, but of course he went on to manage the Dodgers after that. And, uh, you know, you think about it, he had 1,150 wins. He's in second place. And that was actually only as of this date. So he finished the season, obviously the Yankees finished with a winning record, but didn't go, deep into the playoffs and uh, he was done and, and, uh, and uh, Joe Girardi stepped in after that. Um, <clears throat> but he finished, Joe Torre finished with 2,334, uh, 2, I believe, wins in his career. Uh, that's, that's an amazing, amazing number as a manager. That's a lot so, of wins. Yeah. It, that 2007 yeah. team was pretty 
similar. They went on a similar run in the second half as, yep. as this team. They were yeah. what they were. I think they were two games under 500 at the all-star break and yep. they went on a huge run in the second half and the 2005, 2005 team did it as well. Too. Yeah. They were, they, they got off to a horrible start. And, you know, Sean Chacon was one of our pitchers and <laughs> they made a run and they won the division that year. But yeah. yeah. But. Shows you it can be done and it is being done right now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's honestly all we can do is hope that this hot streak continues and it looks like it probably will. Any last words before Tuesday? It's good to be back. It's good to have them back. It's good to see what's going on. Um, the sun is shining. It's almost up out here in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I we had I had a hurricane. So yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the sun for like three days now, man. It's it's weird. It's gonna be better. Anyway, on that note, that's the end of the Monday podcast. Uh, we'll be back for so-called Tuesday and uh, to break down all the games. And it, it's going to be a fun time because all the games were really fun and the Yankees didn't lose. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, thank you.